Okay, so we are on Shabbos, Daf Pevav. Today's Daf is Pevav. We're Pevav Amad Aleph, the Mishnah, four lines in. So, Minayim Lepaleta Shechva Zera, Bayom Hashlishi, Shetehei Tamea. How do we know that a woman who is Pelete Shechva Zera, which means a woman had a Tashmish, and then afterwards Shechva Zera would come out? That's a natural state of things. And the question is that there's a Mishnah, McVoy, that tells us that that Tuma, that that which comes out, makes a woman tame. Okay, so that's halacha number one. Halacha number two, what our mission is focusing on is until what point? Meaning, what if it comes out, I don't know, two weeks later? So she's, she's tame then? How long after Tashmish, the shikhva zera, which is, uh, which is sperm, how long is that viable medically? You know, there's a discussion today, people uh, on fertility treatment, uh, you know, uh, on, uh, on contraception have to figure out sometimes when things are still viable. Interesting medical discussion. But as far as we're concerned, we're trying to figure out when it's still considered uh, tummy, it's still viable. So the Mishnah says like this. So the Mishnah is saying that even three days, even on the third day after Tashmish, when Sheikh Vazera would come out, it would make a woman tame. How do we know this? Shinamar the Pasuk says, this is literally in Yanni Diyayma of yesterday, uh, we just passed Shavuos. So the Pasuk by Matan Torah says, I'm just going to read you the whole Pasuk. It says, Be prepared for three days. We had the three days before Shavuos, three days of preparation. Don't come close to, to a woman. Don't, don't be with your wife for three days prior to Matan Torah. So we're going to discuss in the Gemara when did when did this take place, which day of Sivan, and when did this commandment you know, go into effect? So you see the concept of three days, so it makes sense that in order for women who would be by Harsina, in order for them to be Tahar at the, you know, in Shavuos, so they had to stay away from their husbands for a few days, because otherwise they might see Zerah coming out, and then they'd be Tame, they would not be able to stand by Matan Tahar. So that's the first Halacha of the Mishnah, that Paleta Shechva Zara still tame on day three following Tashmish. Next, so we have a few more Minayan. So Minayan Shemachitin Asamila Biyamashlish. How do we know that a person's allowed to heat up water to bathe uh, a a, uh, a child that just had a mila on the third day of his mila shecholios b'shabbos. So let's say the bris was on Thursday. So a child had a bris on Thursday. So day one is Thursday. Day two is Friday. Day three, the gimel mila is Shabbos. So how do we know that the, even if the third day falls out on Shabbos, you're allowed to heat up water and be mechal Shabbos? Shenema the pasuk says by Shechem vayihi bayom hashlishi v'yaisum kayavim. So then Shimon and Levi went and wiped out Shechem because it was the third day from their brismila, and that is a time where they're where they're in a weakened state. There's a machlekes in the Rishonim, Rashi and the Rambam. What about the first two days? Maybe uh, the child is not in danger the first two days. Maybe only the third day. Rashi clearly says even the third day, the first and second days for sure. There is a uh, concern that a child is, is at risk, and one should be extra cautious. So when it comes to Shabbos, you're mechal Shabbos to take care of the child's needs. Okay, so that's another minayin that our Mishnah discusses. We have two more. Minayin shekoshrin l'shoin shel zahiris b'roish seir hamishdaleach. How do we know that they would, they would tie a red string, uh, a, wool, a, wool, a wool red string, on top, on the head of the seir, the goat that was mishdaleach, that was thrown down azazel. On Yom Kippur, so there was two seirim. We know, we go through the avoda during the Chazaras Hashats on Musaf, 
on Yom Kippur. So one of the seirim was for a chatos, lashem. The other one was for lazaza. So they would tie a red string on the head of the seir hamishtaleach, and they would throw it down the cliff. And as it's falling down, you would the yidden would get kapara, and the red string would turn white. How do we know this? Shneim the pasuk says, "Emiu chateichim kashanim." If your if your chateichim could be like shanim, which would be red, kashela galbinu, I will whiten it like snow. Next, minayin lesicha shehi kashti. How do we know that anointing is kashtia is like drinking biyam kippurim? That a person is not allowed to do sicha. You can't anoint yourself on yom kippur. There's a discussion regarding deodorant, so we'll discuss this in Hilchas Yom Kippur. In Masechtus Yuma, we'll go through this. How do we know that there's an Isser of, of Sicha, which is similar to Shtia on Yom Kippur? So the Mishnah says, Afa even though there's no proof from Psukim, but Zecher Ladavar. There's a, there's a Zecher, there's something to be like an Asmachta. Shenema, the Pasuk says in Tehillim, it says, I'll read you the full Pasuk, Vayilbash Klolo Kemadoi, and it says, Vatavai Kamayim Bekir, but it went like water inside of him, like when you drink water, Vichashemen, and like oil, which their seepage, that's Moisav into his bones. So you see the same way water goes in, and you drink it. So oil, it's as if you're drinking the oil. So this opens up a whole discussion, which we will leave for a different time, regarding sicha kishtia. Is there is there a problem of anointing oneself with things that are not kosher? For example, can a person use shampoo that has trephus in it? Okay, you're gonna, you think I'm crazy, but there is a discussion in the post game. Uh, can a person, you know, do you need to have kosher uh, soap, kosher shampoo? There's another question. Let's say a person is using oatmeal uh, cream. Many creams have oatmeal in it. Could you use that on Pesach? So again, we're making on the Shilohs, but it's a, it's a discussion. Why is there no concern for Sicha Kishtia? This would be one place where you would look at it, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to it at the proper time. Okay. Is there any, is there, is there any Indian about making a bracha on, on, the, on the... Very interesting. Saying it's Sicha Kishtia, you should make a bracha. In the same way, make a bracha on I drink. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen anyone discuss that, but um, doesn't mean nobody discusses it. I don't know. Okay, it's a good question. Next. So the Gemara is going to... We're going to... Today's focus will be on the first part of the Mishnah discussing the Pelet HaShikh Vazara. So one more time, that means if a, we, we know that there's a concept of a man who, 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 uh, who emits Sheikh Vazara, he's Tamei Kari. We know that. We had, we had this in Mesechtos Brachas, the concept of Tfilas Ezra going to the Mikvah after Tumas Kari. There's another Halacha. In addition to that, a woman who after having Tashmish emits the Zara that she got from her husband, so she also becomes Tamei. When it, when it comes out, she becomes tummy. Now, the question was, what's the time uh, limitation to that? Meaning, what if she emits the zera a week later? Is she still tummy? Is she, does that still have tumma? Or maybe at some point, we're going to say there's a cutoff. So the Mishnah said, even on day three, so let's say she had a Tashmish on Thursday. We'll use Thursday as an example because that's going to come up. So she, she has Tashmish Thursday. And then Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. On Shabbos, she sees zera. She's Tame. That was the Mishnah. So the Gemara comes like this. The Gemara says like this. Reisha, the beginning of our Mishnah, which says that she's still Tame if she saw on Shabbos, even though the Tashmish was on Thursday, Deloy Karebelozer ben Azariah. This is not like the opinion of Rebelozer ben Azariah, which we're going to see in a moment, who holds that she would be Tahar if she saw Zara on day three. But Seifa, the end of the Mishnah, which says on third day of the Mila, the Yom Gimel Mila, 
that you're allowed to heat up water on Shabbos, that is Kirebi Elazar ben Azariah. That is like the Shita of Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. So we have, we're, we're stuck here. Because Reish does look at Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah and Seifa is Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. Because to eat Kirebi Elazar ben Azariah, if the Reisha was also like Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Tahira Shaman Allah, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah holds his tar. So we're stuck. First half of the Mishnah does not sound like Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. Second half of the Mishnah sounds like Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. So a simple answer would be, there's two different opinions here. So let's see. So the Gemara opens up a, a topic here, which we won't get to, but he says like this, The one who chooses not to say that our Mishnah is Kitanoi. Kitanoi means Amachloikas Tanoim. If you look at Rashi, Rashi brings that there's a discussion in, in the Gemara, there's a concept that when, when we try to figure out how Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi uh, put together the Mishnayis, do we assume that each Mishnah should have one author? Or perhaps we could say that even within one Mishnah, you can have two different Tanoim saying it. And the question is, how are we gonna, are we gonna bend over backwards to squeeze words into a Mishnah to make it fit like one Tano? Or can we say, you're right, it doesn't fit with one Tano? No problem, there's two Tanoim, Kit Tanoi, right? So that's a Machlekes. So, so the Gemara says like this, the one who says we do not like to make a Mishnah being like two different Tanoim, so you have to change around the Mishnah. Because Rabbi Lozim and Isaiah holds the first case as Tar, not Tame. So we have to change it. Tana Reisha Tahira. In fact, the Mishnah said Tahira, not Tame. Change the words. And I'd rather choose to make the Mishnah fit like Rabbi Lozim and Isaiah. One who says that there's no problem. Rabbi Yudha Nasi would often have two different Tanaim being the author of a Mishnah. So no problem. Reisha Rabbanon. The Seifa, Karabalazar ben Azariah. The Reisha goes like the Rabbanon, and the Seifa would be like Rabbalazar ben Azariah. Okay, now we, we mentioned the opinion of Rabbalazar ben Azariah that even on day three, a woman would be Tahar if she saw Zara coming out. So we're going to see the source for that opinion. So Tan Rabbanon, we're going to have three opinions here, and later on we'll find the fourth opinion. So Tan Rabbanon, Pelete Shikva Zara Bayam so again, a woman had Tashmish on Thursday. So Thursday is day one, Friday is day two. Shabbos, she sees Zara coming out, okay? Tahira, she's tar. If, it comes out on, if she saw it on Friday, she's tar. If she saw it on Shabbos, three days, already the third day after Tashmish, she's Tahira. Divrei Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. That's opinion number one. Opinion number two. Rabbi Shmuel Oimer, Rabbi Shmuel argues Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, he says like this. Pa'amim shehein arba oinois, and Poham Shein Chamesh Oynes, Poham Shein Sheish Oynes. So he says like this. <clears throat> that sometime, now Oyna is a period of 12 hours. So we said, I'm going to find you a case where you would have four 12-hour periods that, that over the course of these four 12-hour peri- periods that she sees Zera, she's Tame. Sometimes it's over five. 12-hour periods, sometimes over six. So again, this is one of those Gemaras where you, it's, it's Kedai to take out a pen and paper. I just did that right before. So it's just easier to go through it. So according to Rabbi Yishmael, there's a concept of, he agrees that three, there's three days here. Everyone has to agree to this concept of three days. The Pasuk said, right? Something to do with three days. Additionally, there's a concept of that I saw a little bit on one day, so that's counted as one day. So let's see where Rabbi Shmuel would say four day, four oynas, four twelve-hour periods, five and six. So let's say a uh, the case would be like this. Let's say she saw 
Wednesday night, right before Shkia. So let's say Shkia is 6 o'clock. We'll use that as an example. And Wednesday night, 5.30, she has, she has Bia. Okay, 5.30 in the afternoon, there's a Bia. So, so technically, day one of your three days should be Wednesday. Okay, so Wednesday is day one. Thursday is day two. And Friday is day three. And Shabbos... If she saw Shab, she saw Zera on Shabbos, she'd be mutter, because that is th- after three days. You have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, now how many Oynois are there? How many 12-hour periods? Well, she saw Wednesday a half hour before Shkia. Okay, so Shkia is 6 o'clock Wednesday afternoon. 6 o'clock in the evening is Shkia. She sees 5.30. So how many 12-hour periods? Well, you have the Wednesday night going into Thursday, which is called Lel Hamishi. Okay? So you have Lel Chamishi, you have Yoim Chamishi, you have Lel Shishi, which is, th- which is Thursday night, and you have Yoim Shishi, which is Friday. So you have four Oinois, comes Friday night, if she saw Zara, she's Tar. So that's the case of four, where she saw it right before uh, what we call Thursday in Alacha, right before Yoim Chamishi. Okay. That's you have four. What would be the case of five? If she saw first thing in the morning, Wednesday morning, okay? So you have, how do you have five? You have the entire Wednesday. You have Thursday night, Thursday, Friday night. I'm sorry. She saw, hold on, hold on. She saw Wednesday morning. She have Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, and Friday. So that's your five. Okay, it's hard to go back and forth with the Hebrew and English. But that's the, uh, that's the five that you would have. Okay, now, again, she's always going to do three days because she saw she had B on Wednesday. Shabbos, she's going to be mutter. The question is how many uh, 12-hour periods are going to be here? So we had four, we had five. A sixth one would be, is let's say she sees Tuesday night right after Shkia. Okay? So in Halacha, that's already called Yoim Ravi. So she has Tuesday night, that's 12 hours. Wednesday, Wednesday night. Uh, Thursday, Thursday night, and Friday. So you could have in the same day of Yom Ravi, depending on when she saw on Yom Ravi, that's going to give you, she's always going to be mutter Friday night. Friday night comes, if she saw Zera Friday night, she's mutter. Because that's the third day halachically. But he's just telling us there are times will be four, 12-hour periods, five 12-hour periods, or six 12-hour periods. That is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. Comes along Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says, There's always has to be five 12-hour periods, which means you always need to have 60 hours. There has to be 60 hours in between. The So that means you literally have to just count 60 hours. So once I count 60 hours, I'm good to go. So if she sees on, which is pretty mach mishita, let's say she sees on Sunday afternoon. What time is it? Let's say 8.30, a woman would have a beer. So you count 60 hours. So so, uh, 8.30 a.m. on would be Wednesday morning, she would be to Hira, okay? Meaning if she saw Zara then, she'd be tarsh. That is the machlek. You have the opinion of Rabbi Lezim that Bayama Shlishi is, is tar. Day three is fine. Rabbi Shmuel says day three is Asr, and it, it depends on when she saw. That's we're going to count the different Ainois, either four Ainois, five or six. And according to Rabbi Akiva, you need to have 60 hours. Okay. Amuru Rabbanon 
Hamid Rapapa, Vaamila Rapapa Larava. So Rabbanon said this in front of Rapapa, and some say that Rapapa said this to Rava and asked the following question. Now, a little introduction to this is that we're going to see tomorrow's daf that Shavuos, the original Matan Taira was on Shabbos. Shabbos morning is when we receive the Taira. So if you do the calendars, it was actually how Shavuos fell, fell out this year. We're going to see tomorrow, the Gemara is going to ask which day of the month of Sivan it was, because this year, Zion Sivan was Shabbos. The Shavuos proper was, was Vav, was, was Friday. So we'll figure that out tomorrow. But Shavuos fell out, you know, Matan Taira was yesterday morning. So now it's Sunday night. So yesterday morning, Shabbos morning is when we got the Taira. So we're going to try to figure out which day of the week did Moshe Rabbeinu command the Yidin and say, I'll Isha. So there's a machoikas between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yossi. When exactly, which day of the week did Moshe Rabbeinu tell Klai Yisrael uh, to separate from their wives? So let's see. Bishloimo Rabbi Lozer ben the opinion of Rabbi Lozer ben that says that if she was Piletas on the third day she's Tahira, then it makes sense Kirabanon, because the Rabbanon hold, the Amri, they hold, Bahamisha of a Prisha, that Thursday morning, Moesh Rabbeinu tells Klai Yisrael that you should separate from your wives. So, according to Rabbi Lozer ben day three is Tahira. So Thursday is day one. If she had a beer, if she sees Zara on Thursday, no problem. Friday is day two. Shabbos, day three, she's tired already. So you, it's good, no problem. So according to Abelazim and Isaiah, the, the opinion of the Rabbanon, that Moshe Rabbeinu told Klai Yisrael to separate on Thursday, that fits your Abelazim and Isaiah. The Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yishmael's opinion, that holds day three is Tameh, that you need to have another day. So... It makes sense. Ba'arba of Prisha. And that's Rabbi Yossi's opinion. Rabbi Yossi holds that Moshe Rabbeinu told Klai Yisrael, Wednesday morning, you have to refrain. Okay? So according to Rabbi Shmuel, it's good. Because I have uh, Wednesday's day one, Thursday's day two, Friday's day three, see still Tame, day four, Shabbos. So we're good to go. Uh, Ella Rabbi Kiva, who holds that you need to have 60 hours, Chamesh Oynois, Kiman. Who does he go with? Meaning, he, because he can't go with the Chacham because he would hold just definitely Tomei on Shabbos if she, saw, if she only stopped being with her husband on Thursday. And he can't go like Rabbi Yossi because Rabbi Yossi doesn't say anything about the Oynois, the amount of hours. He just says days. As long as it was on Wednesday, according to Rabbi Yossi, you're good to go because it's day four. He doesn't care about Oynois and hours. So what exactly is going on here? So the Gemara says, La'olam k'Rabbi Yossi. Really holds like Rabbi Yossi who says that the commandment for Al Tikshu El Isha was said on Wednesday. Kid Amarab Adabarahava. Like Adabarahava said, Moshe, Bahashkama Allah, Ubahashkama Yarad. Moshe Rabbeinu went up in the morning, Ubahashkama Yarad, and he went down in the morning. Meaning, anytime Moshe Rabbeinu was ascending or descending the Mount, the Mount Sinai, he was done in the morning. Bahashkama Allah, he went up in the morning, the Pasik says, and Moshe Rabbeinu went up to get the Luchais. Vayashke Moshe Baboiker Vayal Har Sinai. So you see that it's Hashkama going up in the morning. Bahashkama Yarad. He went down in the morning. The other pasuk says Lech Raid Valisa Ata Viarad Imach. And he, the other pasuk that by Kabbalah Satira. So go down. Makish Yerida Laliyah. And we compare Yerida to Aliyah. Ma Aliyah Bahashkama going up was. At daybreak, Bahashkama, Af Yerida, Bahashkama. So once I have that going up 
was with Hashkama, so it fits because now I know that I already had the 12 hours could start on Wednesday because Moshe told them in the morning. So I have my Oina, I have Wednesday, Thursday night, right? Uh, well, sorry, Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, Friday. So I'm good to go. I, I can have a case of five Oinas. There was clearly, I'm sorry, you have a case of. Of of I'm um, sorry of sixty hours, which is five einish, which is twelve right twelve times five. So again, if you do the math, if Moshe Rina tells them six in the morning Wednesday morning, so sixty hours later is gonna be Friday evening. That's sixty hours. So coming into Shabbos, I already did my sixty hours uh, of of uh, separating that the husband the wives would separate from the husbands. Good to go. So the Gemara says Lama lehu. Why do we need this concept of of uh, why why do we need that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave uh told gave this commandment in the morning? Meaning, we we came to the conclusion that Moshe Rabbeinu went up in the morning, went down in the morning, so everything must have been done in the morning. So that means Wednesday morning there's a commandment: I'll take you Elisha. Don't be with your wife because we need the sixty hours to start already. So Fred the Gemara, if you need to start the sixty hours now, unnecessary to tell people to separate from their wives, because we have another halacha. That we don't have tashmish by day, so it's not derech tzniyas. So why do you have to need a commandment to be to be pirish already Wednesday morning? You should have told them Thursday night already be pirish, and you would have automatically got yourself 12 hours. I see Yoni's taking out his headphones. Okay, good idea. Uh, so, uh, Yisrael, right? So the Gemara says, hold on a second. There's different, uh, different heterim. If it's dark in the room, it is mutter. Someone who's tamachacham, anyways, he's sneers, whereas the Ramam writes, he'll know that this is not uh, to be done all the time. Except for uh, you know different circumstances, so then there is a heter to have tashmish by day. You figure it out. You go to chassan classes, but okay, there are heterim. So why are you telling me that? Oh, I would have automatically assumed that no tashmish was being done by day. That's not true. There are heterim. So the Gemara says you're right, and therefore we do not have the, the, we don't have any reason why. Moshe would have said specifically by morning, except for the fact that according to Rabbi Kiva, it fits 60 hours. I need 60 hours, so starting Wednesday morning, going into Shabbos is going to get you 60 hours. So we have an answer to Rabbi Akiva. Okay, so now we're on Pevavim and Beis, top line. So the Gemara like this But either way, you're telling me that, I, that they should be Tahar coming in fr- Friday night if they saw Zera, they'd be Tahar, right? Lamaisa, they would have to go to the mikvah. Then, if they're going to the mikvah on Friday night, because if they saw Dam, if they saw uh, Zera, they'd have to go to the mikvah. If you're going to the mikvah, so then you would anyways be called a tefillah. And how how is that called kabbalas kabbalas atayra? Going to go uh, accept the tayra when you're uh, when you're a tefillah. Now, so what does a tefillah mean? So this is back on our Mishnah. First daf and shas, we said that the kahanim would eat truma after tesa kachavim. So when it comes to truma and kachim, a uh, even if you're tar, the day you go to the mikvah, you're not allowed to eat truma and kachim. You're called a tful yaim. You could have chulin. A woman's allowed to be with her husband, but you're still called a tful yaim. So the question is, if I, if the women would go to the mikvah Friday night, 
So then, and, Sh- and Shabbos morning, they're, getting, they're receiving the Torah, so then it doesn't, doesn't make sense. You're going to go get the Torah when you're at full Yom? That's not a way for, uh, for Kabbalah's Torah. So the Gemara said like this, Abaya bar Ravin of Rav Chanina bar Ovin da'amu tavayu nitna Torah l'tful yayim. Enechanami, big deal. The Torah was given to, to people that were t'ful yayim. So the, so the Gemara says, Yasem Reimah v'kamer lo'el al-shmaita amalei ravina l'mreimah nitna ka'amret. Really? Women were t'ful yayim? No. Oiruya ka'amret. Maybe it just means if in fact they would have seen Zara and would have had to go to the mikvah Friday night, they would still be able to get the Torah. So Amalei, Ru'uya Kamina, I meant to say, they were Ru'uya, they were Ru'uya to be, to, to be Toivo on Shabbos, and if they would have been Toivo on Shabbos, they still would have gotten the Torah. But it happened to be, Siata Deshmaya, no one saw Zerah, and they did not need to, to uh, get the, uh, to, to, to be Mechabal the Torah while they were in the state of being a Tzul Yom. Okay. So the Gemara says like this. So, why don't we say, Why can't it be that the women went to the mikvah that night? Now that you told me that there's no problem of a tzful yoyim receiving the Torah, so why do we have to have that we accepted the Torah. We got the Torah on Shabbos, Shabbos morning. Why could this not all happen Friday night? Let them all have gotten the Torah on, uh, on uh, you know, go to the mikvah Friday night and receive the Torah Friday night. Why was Matan Torah Shabbos morning? So Amr Rav Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak says that the Pasuk in Ishaya, when it describes Matan Torah, it says, Loi me roish dibarti. Me roish, meaning in, originally, when I'm giving you the Torah, when I revealed myself to Klai Yisrael, Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't want to do it when it was dark. So I didn't want to talk to you Baseser, in darkness. So the revelation was a day. By day, that's when Matan Torah was. Okay, Velit Belu Betzafra, the Shabta, Velukablu, Torah v'tzafar the shafta. So now this is getting into Rabbi Kiva. So according to Rabbi Kiva, that you need to have 60 hours. So why did it have to be that Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us Wednesday morning to get your 60 hours for Friday night, tefillah? Why, why, why can I start refraining from Tashmish Wednesday night so then I can have 60 hours. From Wednesday night to Shabbos morning is 60 hours. So why are you telling me that they went to the Mikvah according to Rabbi Kiva? 60 hours after Wednesday morning, which is Friday night, let them go Shabbos morning. And you save yourself that I don't need to be Parish Wednesday morning, even Wednesday night could start the pre-show. And 60 hours later is Shabbos morning, right? So you do the math. Wednesday night, so you have Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, uh, Friday, that's 48 hours. So Shabbos morning is 60 hours. So let them go to the mikvah Shabbos morning. So the Gemara says, Amrav Yitzhak, fascinating idea. So when they wake up Shabbos morning, as we know, we stay up, we stay up Shavuos night because they woke up late uh, the morning of Kabbalah Satara. That's brought down by the Zayar. So we don't want it to be there. When they woke up Shabbos morning late, so some of them are going to, to Har Sinai and some of them are going to the mikvah. So, he did, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't want this to happen. So in order to get us from not going to the mikvah Shabbos morning, he already said, Wednesday morning. So 60 hours later would be Friday night. Go to the mikvah Friday night and then Shabbos morning, you can go get the, the Torah. 
This whole discussion regarding Paleta Shechvazera, which days, that's all the opinions of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva. We need to have six complete oinois, 72 hours. So we're going to discuss this maybe the last five minutes of the year, how this plays out, this concept of sheish oinois, of six oinois, which is 72 hours. That is the zman of plitas shechvazera. That within 72 hours of tashmish, there would be a concern that that's tamay. Beyond that, there is no longer a concern for tumah. Okay, so let's just see a few more Gemaras, and then we'll get back to this halacha. So Amar Rav Chista, Rav Chista says, Machloikes, the Machloikes regarding Paleta Shechva Zera, that's Shepir Shemina Isha. That's when the Zera came out of a woman. Avo Pir Shemina Ish, but if it came out from a man, meaning it wasn't Paleta Shechva Zera, a regular standard Zera, regular standard Shechva Zera, there, let's say it was on a Beged, so then, when do we, how long, is it considered viable? How long is it considered tame? So the Gemara says, As long as it's still moist, then it would have a, the concept of tumah, meaning if someone touched it, they would be tame. Tumas magba. However, if it's coming from a woman's guf, so we're going to see that that's considered a tumah hayotzim gufa, a tumah that comes out of her, so that's only up to three days. Mesir Rav he asks the following question. It says, It sounds like all beged and all ar that has on it shechva zera, that it's only tumah out of erev, so pratle shechva zera shehisrucha. It's coming to tell me that only shechva zera, that, that's viable, that could create a child, but not srucha. So my love, Shapir Shem and Ish, maybe he's talking about only when it comes from a man, but not if it's coming from a woman. So the Gemara says, like, no, Shapir Shem and Ish, even if this Zara came out from a woman, after Tashmish, it would still be uh, considered Tameh. Bo'i Rav Papa, Shechva Zara She Yisrael B'me Kusis. Let's say a Yisrael was with a Kusis, and his Shechva Zara comes out of her, so halach is mahu, meaning regarding tumah v'tahara, is that item, is that shechva uh, zera tameh? Now what will be the difference? We're thinking about in three days, so what's the difference? You know, they're both human beings, so why should there be a difference in time? So the Gemara gives you some interesting uh, thoughts. Yisrael did the igi b'mitzvahs, klai Yisrael that were nervous, were worried about keeping mitzvahs, so chavah gufayu, our bodies are more stressed out. So it makes sense that uh, a woman's body will ruin the zera quicker if she's if she's an observant Jew because she keeps the mitzvah. She's daigal mitzvahs as opposed to a non-Jew. Akum give a mitzvahs. They don't care about mitzvahs. Loy, it's not a big deal. You know, if you ever go on vacation, so you'll see that a nachri who's on vacation, they go to the hotel, they get food from the hotel. They don't have to worry about minyanim. They don't have to be worried when the pool is empty for them to use. Everything's fine. But yeah, they got to figure out minyanim and, and kosher food and Shabbos. You know, a hundred different things we got to we got to be concerned about. So again, that would be a reason why. Perhaps their body's effect on the zera will be different. I don't know. Even the achlin shkatsim rumasim. Since the non-Jews they eat shkatsim rumasim, chavil gufayu the McDonald's. So their body is chavil, and therefore it would ruin the zera earlier. Vintem tzolaymar. If you want to say came the achlin shkatsim rumasim, chavil gufayu, it's because they eat shkatsim rumasim. Their bodies ruin the zera. So be may behemamahu. What about if there's zera in the in the in an animal, and it comes out. So again, a guy was with an animal, so what would be the halacha? How long afterwards would there be 
a problem of Tumah. So Isha, he did Islay, Proizdar. A woman has a Proizdar, which, if you don't know what it means, it means a vagina. So Masrachas. So that, that ruins it. Avo Behema, the Leslie, Proizdar. Why? There's no Proizdar, it's just straight to the uterus. Then it would not be a problem. Adilma, Leishna, or maybe there is no difference. And the Gemara finishes off. Teku, we'll leave it as a, as a Shiloh regarding Tumah Tahara. If Zara came out of an animal, what would the halacha be regarding how many days after the Tashmish would the Zerah still be Tameh? So there is a fascinating halacha that comes from this, from this discussion. So we mentioned in Brachis, we learned uh, the famous halacha in Brachis that that women, they're machmer on themselves, afilu, uh, even if they see tipas dam kechardal, see a little bit of blood, yosheves allow shivanakim. They wait seven days, and that's what we know. When today, when a woman becomes tame, when she's anida, we say she needs shivanakim. She needs seven days, even though halachically, if you look in chumash, there's nida, there's zava. We say every dam you see, you need shivanakim. So let me ask you a question. Why don't we say, okay, she sees Dam on Sunday. Okay, so ha- count seven clean days, and then you're good to go. Why are we taught five and seven, all these new halachas? Everything should just be Shivan Akim, seven clean days. So it's all from this Gemara. This, this, this is the, uh, the source for this. So we have a couple minutes. Let's just take a little, uh, you know, take a little uh, tour in halachas of Tumah Tahara. So let's say we, we talk about a Zav. So a Zav, he has some type of a mission. He needs Shivan Akim. He needs seven clean days. The Gemara tells us if a Zav sees Shechva Zera, he doesn't count that day. Discussion if it ruins all the days, he cannot count that day as one of the clean days if he saw Shechva Zera or one of the days of Zav. That's a clear halacha. What about a woman? If a woman sees Zera and she's trying to count her seven clean days, what's the halacha? So what's a machlekes? When a woman is paleta shechva zera, let's say a woman went to a cemetery. She's trying to count seven clean days, shivin akim, and she goes to the cemetery. And she's a metame tumas mace. Does she ruin her seven days? No, no, no way, right? However, when a woman's paleta shechva zera, is that as if she touched zera, being maga tame, or it's as if zera came out of her, and therefore it's tumah gufa, and she cannot count that day as shivin akim. Halacha, we paskin like the rush, that she cannot count that day as Shivan Akim. That means if a woman saw Dam on Sunday and now she says, okay, let me start counting Shivan Akim, seven clean days, starting Monday morning, I'll go to the mikvah next week. She cannot do that because she might still see Sheikh Fazera. She's Paleta Sheikh Fazera. She cannot count one of the seven days. Okay, so how many hours after a Tashmish do we say if she would see Sheikh Fazera? she would still be Tameh, and she cannot have her Shiva Nakim. So we go with this last opinion, the Chachamim, Sheish Oinois, that's how the Mechaber Paskin, Simon Kuf Tzalibov, 72 hours. So 72 hours after seeing, uh, after, see, after, after having a Tashmish, that's the first time she could do a Badika, a Hefzik Tahara, that we call it, and then she could start counting her Shiva Nakim. So when you figure out 72 hours, so how luckily 72 hours is automatically going to cover four days, unless you add it to the split here of when exactly it's going to be. So that's why Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you should wait four and seven. Very easy, four and seven, and then a woman could go to the mikvah after counting four days, do a Hefzik Tahara, then you go to the mikvah. The question is, if you go to Chassan class, you're Ashkenazi, we don't do four and seven, we do five and seven. So the, the Ramah says we're concerned that maybe a woman 
had Tashmish Sunday night, let's say Sunday night, right around Shkia time, okay? So let's say, right now, it's right around Shkia time, Banish Mashas. So halakhali, she has to wait 72 hours. So she's going to wait 72 hours, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Wednesday night, she's going to think, oh, it's already 72 hours after my previous seeing, and I should be able to, 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 do, a, to do a half sick now. But really, it's the day before. So she would have to really wait another day. Therefore, the Ramah says we always wait five and seven. And that's the halacha for Ashkenazim. We wait five days prior to counting your shiva Now, there are times where we'll be meiko, like the machaber, and only wait four days. But that is the basic halacha. Now, if you think about it, we are way more machmer than this. This discussion is if a woman actually saw she was paleta shechvazera. What if she wasn't paleta shechvazera? She's doing bedikas, no zera came out. We're still machmer. That you do not start the Shivan Akim until having completed the 72 hours with all our Khumras prior to starting Shivan Akim. Not only that, even if there wasn't the Tashmish, we still wait. Light plug that whenever a woman sees Dam, before she starts her Shivan Akim, she has to wait five days. Now, that's day one. That's your uh, classic halacha. Again, there are times where we'll be, be more mako. The previous generation, there was the, uh, the infertility shilohs were based on halachic infertility, where they still have it today, where a woman is ovulating before she gets back from the mikvah. So the Pisgah are trying to find creative ways to get her back from the mikvah prior to ovulation. So one of the things they, they discussed, if you look at Rav Shama Zaman Orbach's shuvahs and uh, other, other Paiskim, they were trying to figure out, maybe we shouldn't uh, be so machmer on this paleta shikh maybe let her go, you know, shiv start counting shiv earlier. Again, today, uh, most Paiskim would not uh, go with this because there are so many other things to, to try first in the medical world, uh, you know, speak to a doctor if you have, if you have issues, but that, there's more things to do than play around with this halacha, but that is the halacha based on this concept of paleta shechva zera, we paskin like the chachamim, 72 hours, and this leads us to what we learn, you know, in chasen class, five and seven, it all comes from this gemara. Okay, so tomorrow, Mr. we'll get into the uh, discussion of when did Matan take place. It's funny, it's a, it's a, day, it's a two days late. We almost uh, hit it on Shavuos, but uh, the truth is, we don't say tachanan, many don't say tachanan this entire week, because the tashlumen of the karbanis, of the yantif, so we're still, uh, we're still in the shvuas mode, so we're to get to that tomorrow.